We have been reading parables from Matthew's gospel as our Lenten season focus. And today we have another parable from the 22nd chapter of Matthew, verses 1 through 14. Once more, Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. Again, he sent other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Look, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and went away, one to his farm and to another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them, and killed them. Well, the king was enraged. He sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go, therefore, into the main streets and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets and they gathered all whom they found, good and bad. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guest, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe. And he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And he was speechless. Then the king said to his attendants, bind him hand and foot and throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called but few are chosen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, we remember that there is no such thing as preaching without your Holy Spirit in every word that is spoken and without your Holy Spirit opening all of our hearts and minds. And so our prayer is simple. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Amen. This Lenten season, we've had different Lenten small groups that meet around the church. And we've had a different reading for each week of Lent that the group will read together and then discuss. And this past week, the reading was by Soren Kierkegaard, and it was called Followers, Not Admirers. The basic idea that Kierkegaard wants to get across is this. And that is that Jesus Christ has no use for admirers. Jesus Christ calls people who are followers. Admirers are people who might think that Jesus was a great teacher or a great man. They admire what he does from afar, but they don't really do the things that he does. Kierkegaard says that that is of no use to Jesus Christ. And what he wants are people who are committed followers, who will do the things that Jesus did, even if it means death. Or as one wise person in my small group put it, it's like if you have eggs and bacon for breakfast, the hen is involved, but the pig is committed because the pig has to die to be the bacon. This passage about the wedding banquet 
is encouraging people to be followers of Jesus Christ, not just people who admire Jesus Christ. And the wedding banquet, the idea of a banquet at all, has been used all over Scripture to denote what God's kingdom might be like. Remember, when we have communion, we say there will come a day when we will all sit at table with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what the kingdom is. And so that's the language that Matthew uses. And Matthew starts by giving a brief history of salvation. When he describes the king who invites a certain group of people to come to the banquet, Matthew is talking about God offering salvation to Israel. That Israel was called into this salvific work. That when Jesus came, Jesus came to Israel. But we know that some turned him down. Some who were invited to the banquet of Jesus Christ, who were part of Israel, they said no. Some even said they were too busy. Again, the king invites them, come to the banquet, come and get to know Jesus Christ. And again, there are people who not only say no, but who killed the messenger. And when Matthew writes that this king becomes enraged and burns the whole town down, he's talking about the sacking of Jerusalem in 70 AD, which many thought was the result of Israel's faithlessness. But what's interesting here and what's really the surprise of this parable is that the king says, okay, then we're going to invite everybody. We're going to invite the good people and we're going to invite the bad people. Everyone is welcome to come to the wedding banquet. And they come and everyone is there enjoying what the king has provided for them. But there is one person who has come and hasn't even bothered to put on a wedding robe. That person, Matthew says, is the person who comes and tries to take advantage of the banquet without taking seriously the commitment to follow in the way of Jesus Christ. Now, I've been a minister for a long time now, and I've officiated a wedding or 50. And at every wedding, there's always a wide group of people who come. At a wedding rehearsal, my job is to remind the entire wedding party that this is a worship service to Almighty God in which two people get married. It's not a wedding that happens to be a worship service. And there are many, many brides and grooms who get that. They know as followers of Jesus Christ that they are coming to this wedding to ask for God's blessing upon their union. My favorite passage to read at any wedding is Colossians 3 because it says to them, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, then you put on the clothes of Christ. And the clothes of Christ are compassion and meekness and kindness and humility and patience and love. Those are the qualities that are needed to love someone for a whole life long. And they are also the qualities that we are called to put on as followers of Jesus Christ. But there's always that one person at a wedding. You know who I'm talking about, right? The one who comes to the rehearsal and thinks the wedding is just a time killer until you can get to the open bar and the buffet. There's always that one person who thinks this is just a precursor to a party. 
And it's because of that person that at every wedding I've ever officiated, I have said, if you come to this worship service and have already been celebrating with drink, there will not be a wedding. This is the person who forgets what the wedding is about. This is the person who forgets that weddings are a celebration and a joy, but marriages can often be hard work. And it takes Jesus Christ living out in us to enable any relationship to work. This is the guest who comes and forgets to put on their wedding robe. They think that they can say yes to Jesus Christ and they don't have to change at all. And the truth is this. If we have said yes to Jesus Christ, then we have to also say yes to putting on the clothes of Christ. And as much as we can will, we become people who live out love in the world. Now, if you are like me and someone tells me to go and be a follower of Jesus Christ, that's a big job. But I invite you to do what I will be doing this week. And that is I take those words from Colossians 3 and I've written it on my phone and I've written it on my computer and I'm going to remind myself this week that I have said yes to Jesus Christ and so I am to be a person of compassion and patience and kindness and humility and meekness and of love which binds it all together. It is a surprise that we are all invited, sinful though we are, to the kingdom feast. But we are, and we are welcomed in. And let us live our lives like it means something, like we are followers and not just admirers. Amen.